This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Welcome, and it's... Renette Marburg on Radio K Puppet. I just want to say thank you that I'm back and back today for the first time in a good couple of weeks. And I am actually my own guest today on my program, but I have to. The Lord has really unctioned me to testify about this time that I've had of trusting Him and believing Him for His perfect healing. And I just want to share with you people today. Um, of his goodness and his greatness. And I am going to be sharing this on my program today. And I just want to say thank you for those that stood in for me in this time. I just want to say thank you to Radio K Pulpit for being forever patient with me this year with all the things that have happened to me. And they've just kept my spot. I just want to thank Kursi and Vanda for being there in the wings for me and uh, my precious and colleague uh, Gilma and uh, Pastor Bongani that stood in so many times for me in this year, but God, but God, and I am so appreciative of who they are in my life. They've added so much value to my program. I felt as though in the spirit, I just knew that they were in the safest hands, and I know that God carried us through in this time, and there was no reason uh, for why my program is called Rise, and the Lord has really taught me in this year how to rise. Rise, actually, almost two years ago when I started with the program. Um, I will share a little bit more of that when we come uh, back. And But first of all, we're going to listen to Build Your Kingdom Here by Rent Collective. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome to Radio K Pulpit onto my program called Rise. And this is the program where we give you hope, wisdom, knowledge when real life happens in the family and discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. But God, with God, we can rise and to restoration and rise above all and stand together as a family. And I just want to share with you today my little, my journey of my healing that took place in this last couple of months. And I just want to pray quickly just to really bring the Holy Spirit into into position here, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you've given me this opportunity to testify of you and witness of your wonderful, miracle-working hands and the fact that we can trust you and believe in you in this time. Lord, I just ask you that anything that I say today is not anything about me, but that to glorify who you are in my life and in our lives, Lord. I just pray that anything that is not from you, bring it into alignment as soon as possible, that it is only your word that I share today and only the truth. I ask this in your precious, precious holy name. 
yes, I just want to start out. Um, yes, it's been a very, very, very tough time, but the Lord has trained. This has been a, such a training field. Um, I just want to share with you a little bit um, from the time that I actually started my program. Um, it was in 2018, almost to the month, September. Um, and it was also the month that I got retrenched. And then the Lord really, this is where I look back and I see how he spiritually mapped my life. And it was just, that was the new beginning of understanding who he is in my life. And then I go and choose the name of Rise for my program. And boy, did he not make me rise in this time. It has been every week when the program, my program came in, the Lord just revealed himself and I had to rise out of certain things. And I am so grateful. But the fact that he gave me this platform kept me up and, you know, where I could every week go through the week, but I knew because he had positioned me right here where I can help families and bring my valued guests that I've had. They've added, each and every one has added so much value. And I know that it's been, uh, uh, that it's encouraged people um, over this time. So the program when I started uh, Rise was so pivotal in keeping my head up high and really making me push into the word. And this is where I started training. This was for me a training field of who Christ was in my life. And um, I just want to say uh, to the Lord that this is where I am so grateful for the people that you positioned um, in my life at the time and took my hand, literally took my hand and walked through the valleys of my life at the time. So I just want to start there. So um, in 2018, uh, my program, I started uh, on, on air, uh, the opportunity came up and I really felt that, um, you know, we would, it would be great to speak about things that happen in the family. And yes, and I can tell you now in this time, the trials and the tribulations that I personally had to go through was learning and teaching me how to uh, really uh, be the person that I need to be behind this microphone. And um, yes, I am not totally skilled as the team no, see, I was really technically challenged when I started out here, and it was such a laugh. I was like the last horse in the stable, but it was such a learning curve, and I'm so uh, proud of myself that I actually even got this far. So um, anyway, as time went by, um, you know, I went through many, many, many challenges, uh, career-wise, choices that I was mismaking. And um, but in the sa at the same time, I studied social psychology, so that is where one thing I was very proud of myself achieving, and this is what's helped me also. And I didn't. I also wondered why I actually am doing the the the, uh, the studying of the the social social psychology was because I knew that I'd, I didn't even know that, but the Lord had already gone before me, and. Um, this is where he tra the training came, where I understood the body, mind, and the soul, um, and how I brought the word in alignment with what I was um, uh, uh, going to be using. And today I, I counsel, and as well as uh, in mostly in the communities, but that is where my heartbeat lies. Um, but at the end of the day, 
I knew, and this is where the Lord gave me this program, where we can put everything together. So I just want to thank the Lord for the opportunity for being able to uh, be part of this uh, journey with um, Radio K Pulpit and thank I thank them for that. Um, but first of all, as the time went by, but I'm going to just fast forward a little bit um, to, uh, I would say, uh, September last year. Again, um, things started going very difficult for me in my personal life. Um, and as I said, well, I'm going to be transparent. Um, I'd, I'd made a bad decision on a relationship. And the Lord just took me right out of that relationship quick and fast. And then in uh, towards uh, middle of uh, October, my uh, oldest daughter, while she had, uh, um, and in in this period, my one grandchild had to have an uh, was about to have an operation uh, at birth, and uh, that was my second daughter's little baby, uh, uh, Alexia, and she came in, and we literally had to take her. I literally took her to the throne rooms of heaven and said, "Lord, you need to do. It makes no difference what the doctors have said that she needs a heart heart surgery." When she gets born, I said, Lord, you are the great heart surgeon. And I took her into the throne rooms of heaven and I trusted the Lord with her life. And I said, Lord, for seven weeks, we were in the throne rooms and I could see him working with her. And I could literally vision, visualize him holding her in his hands and with her little heart and that he was going to heal her. And then at birth, she was a miracle. She was born at five and a half months and she did not have to have the heart surgery. It was the doctors, the professors, she had professors at uh, around her, doctors lined up and they said that's this is only a miracle. So that was the first test of my life that that we I could trust the Lord with my with my little Alexia. And then we went on, and then my my other daughter uh, fell pregnant in uh, two thousand and twenty. Uh, gave birth to little Luke um, in two thousand and twenty, and wow, what? A, and she literally broke the record of nearly broke the record of the hospital um, where he was born. He was just huge and healthy, but he took a lot out of her body. Anyway, as the time went by, she fell pregnant again when she came out of hospital. So she had two babies in 2020, but we walked a journey of faith with her life. Her, both her and Mila's life was, were in danger. So for 11 weeks, we had to trust the Lord we had to trust and believe the Lord to that he will carry them through this period because the doctors had actually asked, you know, if she would be consider give, having an abortion. And she said, no, no, it was a painful decision on both. Uh, she said, I'd rather risk my own life. And uh, she laid the her and her husband laid it before the Lord and the Lord said, no, they have to, they have, they life was given to them. And uh, as Milo, uh, for 11 weeks, my daughter lay bedridden in hospital. It was a long, painful journey of lots of tests, lots of monitoring, but we had to trust the Lord as a family in this time. And then when little Milo was born, uh, 
Yes, she was born perfectly, but my daughter nearly died twice. She actually died twice on the operating theater. And that took me as a mother to another level. And I said, Lord, what is this? But God came through for her, came through as the power of prayer of people that interceded and stood and really stood by us as a family and came alongside us. And we just it could only, it was an absolute miracle. Her, gun, her, um, her doctors that were over her literally were praying. They said to they, when they came out, they were graven. They said, your daughter has been knocking on heaven's door. But my God came through for us. How God came through for us as a family. And there the two of them, um, yes, healing has had to take place. A few things have come into, into, into play. But we know that God is our major, is our ultimate healer. And the fact that we didn't stop praying and that we could trust him in this time and we could call on our friends and our families and people that came alongside us to come and stand alongside us and trust trust and believe. This has been a journey of really understanding who God was and what next the whole family, her included, and myself got COVID in December. And that was a journey that I thought I would never take because I really didn't believe that COVID existed. And, you know, we, there was just so many things that we were listening to, conspiracy theories and all that. And, you know, uh, I suddenly came to terms with the fact that COVID is real. And um, at this point, I know it is nailed to the cross where the Lord has taken it and healed us by us by his stripes and we cannot in this time not take cognizance that he gave his life for us on the cross so we need to know that that disease has been nailed to the cross and that we will and navigate ourselves in this time in trusting and believing and in prayer, we can stand strong. So I just want to share with you that um, when I went through this journey, I had the most incredible support from friends and family. And, um, you know, the journey that was walked with me um, was incredible. And, you know, we were so, I was so in awe of God again the Lord said to me one day, and I knew this was the day that I felt I cannot go on any longer. And I said, Lord, is it today? And I said, and my, I felt the life leaving me. And I said, well, Lord, if I surrender my life to you, if it is today that I need to go, I accept. But I do not believe that you have done or done with me yet. I, suddenly all the prophecies, all the promises that were spoken over my life in these last couple of years, I said, Lord, when is that going to come to pass? And the Lord said to me, at that moment, he says, get up. And I got up and I went to the kitchen and I could not even move at that time. And I knew that was a paradigm shift of hearing him and hearing him audibly at that day. In my spirit, he spoke to me, get up. 
And this was just a reminder of the promises that the the words that he instructed in in um, when he spoke paralyzed man because that's what this this disease can do it can paralyze your hope can paralyze your your spirit and can paralyze the the the, the purpose that you have on this earth you are so ill that you feel that you cannot go on any longer that you have lose hope and you are not in control. And this is where I realized our Abba Father is in control of every living hour of our lives and that he is in the darkest moment of our lives. So I just want us to share. Um, I've, we've got, I've got an incredible song coming up by the most amazing woman. She stood by me for months uh, Karine Deval, she's a special friend and a special songwriter, gifted, gifted, and her song is called Pray On. And this, this young girl stood by me in so many hours, and I'm sorry I'm emotional, but she stood by me, and she stood by me on all levels, and she came through for me. And I'm just so forever grateful. I didn't even choose the song today, but I know that the Lord is here to edify her and thank her and reward her for the amazing journey that she walked with me in this time. So I just, this is where the Lord is really showing me in detail. He's even here today. He's even here today so that we can edify those that have come alongside us and glorify the Lord. And her song is called Pray On. And that is so true of um, who she is. She's gifted and talented, but this is the word that God gives us. Pray on. Amen. Pray on. Even though we cannot see what God has hand, but his mighty move of his hand on our lives. I just want to encourage you with a, a word today. He says, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will on, of him who sent me, that I will shall lose none of those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. I will raise them up in the last day. And this is John 6, verse 35 to 40. And in this the Lord just showed me, he has us in his hands. He has given us eternal life. Death had lost its sting in my life in, in, in this process. And, you know, and I thought to myself, yes, the Lord, in, uh, when, with COVID and, you know, my children and my, uh, came into, you know, there was so much love and restoration that was taking place in the time of our, um, uh, uh, in the family. And the Lord just brought in incredible love and, you know, that was just poured out of me. People just came. I had prayers going out for me that I cannot even, I can't, I, I do not want, my words won't do justice. And if I had to mention everybody by name, I'd be here till 
kingdom come. It has been incredible love and it, uh, uh, that was just poured out on me in this time. And and as I was busy healing, um, on the 8th of April, I got stabbed again. And my, my lungs, it was a house invasion. And my, uh, again, uh, the enemy came after my lungs. And then I knew this is really an onslaught on my life because he has a perfect, incredible destiny for my life. And I just knew. And that was a journey of its own. And it was a very painful, uh, traumatic time for me. And it was, uh, an, in, the, in the natural, I had lost so much. But in the, in the presence of the Lord, I suddenly realized that this is the time that I need to be with him. So as we went along with the healing, um, I, I realized that I'd uh, rushed my healing a little bit and tried to get back to getting into work and, you know, took on extra uh, activities, which I should not possibly have had. And it wasn't irresponsible. It's obviously just not having the wisdom and the knowledge of um, how long it actually takes for the lungs to heal. And obviously I had physical damage to it as well as um, being scarred by the COVID. And um, as I was going through this healing process, um, I think that's where I became very susceptible to uh, to the, the COVID, the second variant of COVID. And um, around about the 8th again of July, um, I, but I had just prior been prior to that is this is a testimony of its own. I need to teach people something that happened to me when I came out of the um, stabbing. The Lord uh, put a whole group of us together about cleansing ourselves before Him. So we went on a forty-day fasting and praying, and really trusting the Lord to cleanse our hearts. And to go before him and repent. It was a time of repentance. And for 30 days, we spent every morning meeting and we just started confessing our sins and we started unloading and asking the Lord in this time to really come and cleanse us so that we can hear him clearly. And the, wow, it was an incredible time of where the Lord just came along, but I did not realize that all the scriptures that we were soaking up, all the the, the words that, that, all the prayers that were going out, and all the things that we needed to do in this, those 30 days, was so pivotal when I got COVID uh, the second time. And Wow, I said, Lord, what is this? You know, it was the most incredible. To be honest, COVID, this is my own personal, and I'm not here. Yeah, the Lord told me I need to witness. I've actually got survivor's guilt at times. The Lord kept me quiet for a while and said, Wow, your friends, I've had in this week lost many friends um, to COVID and uh, to, the, to the disease. But this is not, not being dis, uh, dishonoring those that have passed on and that are brokenhearted and that are waiting for miracles. And yes, the Lord has been incredible for me. 
and but in this time I realized that I need to witness he had gave, went and spoke in the Bible where he spoke in the word and he said go and witness and um, this is where the, I also asked the Lord little old me why did you save me who am I who am I and the Lord said you just need to do what I've asked you to do and in this time um, when I got, uh, we got to the 30 days, we went into um, a 10-day uh, fast, uh, a Daniel fast, and on that day is the day I contracted uh, COVID. And God took me on a journey where the fear of the Lord came on my life. And I suddenly realized, Lord, how have I offended you? I've lived an offensive life. Please cleanse me. I am so fearful of who I have become and who I am right now. Lord, please come and cleanse every thought. And yes, what we do is we sometimes justify choices and decisions we've made in our lives. We put little picket fences, but we've cluttered our hearts in the time and cluttered my heart with a whole lot of things. And I suddenly realized, have I been hearing the Lord? Have I been living what he wants me, who he wants me to be? And in the process, I realized I'm in the fire as Daniel was in the fire. And this is where the purification process came of 10 days. Totally, 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 totally. Under his, in, in submission to him. I could not move. I could not move. The Lord came, a miracle. People came, as Job said. You know, we often want to know what do we do with people that are that are going through what they are going through. Job was still in, still ill when his friends became and sat just sat, and they sat with him for seven days. They could not do anything for him but pray and be there, and be there. So I spent ten days repenting before the Lord confessing and say, Lord, please, I do not want to hear another voice. Tell me who I need to be in this time. And the Lord just showed me, you have to continue, continue every single day, purifying my body, mind and my soul before him and say, Lord, whatever I did yesterday, please forgive me. Please forgive me so I can hear who you are in this time. Teach me how to pray for those that, can, that, that are struggling at, the, at, the, at this time. But after the break, I'm going to, you know, after the next uh, uh, break that we're going to take, I'm going to just share of the prayer pointers that the Lord showed me. But he also showed me in this time, there are so many of us asking questions about the people that have gone behind before us. And the Lord gave me these two scriptures, and both in Job, uh, incredible actually, if you think of, he says in uh, Job uh, Job 10 verse, uh, 12 verse 10, he says, in his hand is the life of every creature. And in the breath of all mankind. So we must not ask questions when we have 
somebody has gone. He is the breath of life, and he will. He is there in that moment, because there were t- every night of the day. I never knew if I was going to slip into a complete, um, a complete, uh, and not wake up. But the Lord brought people that phoned me by the hour. Miracles came, medication, doctors came, um, people just came to save, to give me salvation, um, uh, to save my life. And then, I mean, uh, the next minute I could not breathe. I said to the Lord, I cannot do this any longer. Take me, take me. And the Lord said to me, where is your will to live? Where is your will? He gave me the will to live. He, scriptures started coming like a movie screen in front of me. And he, just the word. And then I suddenly realized all the scriptures over the years had been embedded on my heart. I'm the last person that can just quote scriptures out of the word. I know it's in the word because but the first time in my life, the word came to life. The word came to life. For me, it was living word. It just came up, came up like a screen. Everything and everything that I've, uh, bad decisions I made, I went, you know, uh, uh, and everything, I canceled them out with a word. And things came and I realized how much word had been written on my heart, as he said in the New Testament. And in this time, the Lord showed me that you, that he is the living word. And this is where I realized that God was in my in my moments. And the Lord showed me, you have to choose life in this time. You have to choose life, even though you are so weak. Even though you are so weak, you have to choose life. And I just want to take a quick break. Uh, and then I'm going to share my prayer, uh, prayer journey in this time. It was probably the worst time, but the most necessary time. This is for me. This is my personal personal journey that I'm sharing with you right now is that it was so necessary for me to come out of the ashes and come out that I could be purified before him. I just want us to go into this beautiful song as one of also my favorite artists, uh, Johan Brits, You Are the Reason. Wow, that song was for me. And I just say, thank you, Lord. You are the reason why I am alive. And he's broken every shackle in my life, every hindrance, everything that has been hindering me from hearing him in this time. And the Lord showed me in this time that how to pray, how to pray. And that I need to shut down and stay in his camp because he is the one that is in control of what's happening. We are not in control of what's happening out in the world. We have got no control of what's going on, but we have the power of prayer. So how to crush the head of this, the the forces and the things that are happening on the outside is that we do not stay cluttered and do not listen to anything but what is happening in this word. This is the this is the manual, the tool. This is where we're going to see miracles and wonders happening. When we take this word and we take it and we dive 
digested like food to our souls. And he says in Job 10 verse 12, this is everything that Job went through. I felt that I'm taking a very similar journey. He says, you gave me life and showed me kindness because there's nothing about me that gave him any reason to keep me the side of heaven. But he showed me his kindness. And in his prophet, and he says, in your providence, in verse uh, 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 12, he says, in your providence, you watched over my spirit. And I suddenly realized he even looked after my spirit in this time. And this is where I want us to go to. This is where I really want us to concentrate, to keep our spirit man pure. Keep your mind pure. Hear what the Lord says first before you listen to anything that is happening out there. Put it to the test. The Lord said, check with me. What does my word say to what is going on there? Who are you going to give the power to? This is where I learned that I can only give the power to him Otherwise, I'm going to die. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to have any power in anything I say or share from this time onwards. The Lord showed me, you need to choose life. You need to go and tell the people. And as I said, I was almost, because of so many people that have been through so much pain and heartache, the Lord said, no, I've asked you to witness the Lord revealed to me things in my in my dreams while I was in the state of oblivion of how to go and speak to the spirits of the people that we need to pray into the spirit of people. All of us have the power and the authority that is invested in us through the word that we've taken, all the messages that we've listened to, all the teachings that we've sat under, that, that we have been, we've been already coached, but we haven't applied it. And this is where the Lord showed me, come on, everything that you've learned in these last 58 years that I've been on this earth, come on, take this and show the Lord, show the world what I have done in your life. And that is all I can talk about is what he's done in my life. But I know that I can give hope and, and give people a, a sort of a guidance of how to speak into the spirit that is so broken at the moment of our people that is so blessed so, and this is not just about personal healing ask the Lord to heal the wounds of life that have shattered you and broken you up until this point I ask Lord please heal every wound I pray I went and repented before my children I said Lord Whatever I've done, I said to them, whatever I've done, please forgive me that I might have exposed you to things I've decided on in your lives that has led to your people's uh, path. Lord, I just went ahead and I went ahead to, to my friends. I went and forgave myself. I had to forgive myself in this time so that I could heal and that I could come and become cleansed before him. I said, Lord, everything that has contaminated my mind, contaminated my speech, contaminated my heart. My heart had to be had to have heart surgery in this time that I do not carry any bitterness and unforgiveness. I had to learn how to not 
to cleanse that continuously. Things were kept on popping up, things that were happening in the natural up until yesterday, even something dramatic very ha- happened in my life. But I'm not carrying that burden because he has. He is the one that will fight the fight for me. If he could save my life, he could deal with that problem. And this is where I've learned a new belief system, a new way of believing and trusting him. It was the Lord really showed me how I can trust. He's an all dependable God. He's an all dependable God. So Lord, I just want to pray. I just want to pray as I'm speaking, I'm praying over you. Lord, I just ask you in your precious holy name that we come before you, that we surrender our whole lives to you, that we have nothing to worry about in this time, nothing, but we can put everything under your blood, that we know that you died on the cross for us. And this, yes, all these scriptures that look like, oh, they sound so blasé, Lord, but you brought them to life in my life in this time. So I just want to thank you, Lord, that your word is a living organism in our spirit man lord we just thank you that you will just soak us in your word your holy spirit will unction us and usher us in this time that you will that we will hear him that we will hear you holy spirit how to navigate ourselves in this time that is so unprecedented as it's been over the years that you are the only thing that has never changed you're the same today yesterday and tomorrow that you've gone before us you are holding up the 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 uh, walls of uh, the waters of the red sea if you could do that by faith our step of faith you have already put us on dry land. You have got the promised land before us, Lord. We just thank you that you will take us through that dry desert period that we are going through. But it's because you have your perfect hand. Even in our darkest moments, we think it's so dark, but it's because you are so close to us that we are under your wings, that we are under your wings in this time, Lord. We just thank you. I wish I could have had so much more time, but the Lord just revealed so much to me in this time that we can trust and believe you. This is a time that things of the past is the past. You see, you said in Revelations 21, uh, 20, uh, 21, yes, the past is the past. It's time for new things, time for new ways of thinking, time for new ways of believing, times for new ways of praying, that we have the authority and the power invested in us so that we can know that you are the almighty God, that you are the one that can take us to the next level, that we can rise above everything that is happening in this world and put ourselves in the bubble that you have created for us of safety and that we know, yes, we're not, I'm up for the challenges, but I know that your perfect hand is on it. Yes, you said the times of tribulations will always be there. We're not going to be free of that. But I don't mind because I know how to pray and how to navigate. Lord, I pray that our people will be protected, provided for, prospered, that you'll position them, that they will stand firm in this time in their belief, that they will know that who you are in this time, that you know that you are the one that has a proper purpose and plan for their lives. And yes, Lord, we go 
We pray for those that are brokenhearted at this time, and we know that they are uh, asking questions, but you say that you are the breath of life in every mankind. So you knew and predestined their destinies. So we will not ask questions, but we know that your perfect hand has been on each and every one of us. And please, family and friends, go and witness. Go and witness. Even if you haven't had COVID properly, Go and witness you're a survivor of COVID and go and tell the world that God saved your life. So I just want to end with that. Got lots more to share, but God will give me another opportunity. I just want to bless you and just tell you that God has got an, he's got a mighty purpose for your life. And thank you for the listening to my testimony. I hope it made sense, but God is just glorified to him. All glory to him. And thank you for listening to me today. And may the Lord just bless you and keep you and stick to the rules. Just stick to the rules and you'll be safe. And keep eating the word. And that will make you survive every single thing on this earth. It's a time for a new time for prayer and for a new time for his glory to show in our lives. See you next week. God bless you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.